Welcome to the second episode of the Fruit Basket. Yay, we made it. Episode two. Woo. Two of them. Well, it uh, took three weeks. It took yeah. three weeks. Delayed due to college and uh, more college. Yeah, yeah, our fan base is just like, where are they? Yeah. Actually, someone did ask on Letterboxd. Oh, really? One of your followers? Yeah. Yo, we're blowing up. <laughs> well, why did they, why I was thinking... they care, though? Like, it was, the first episode was kind of dog shit, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, it really did not sound good. Oh, Rishi, you're recording on your uh, phone, right? Yeah, but I'm not gonna move okay. it this time, so it's all good. Alright, so I was thinking an interesting way to start the video would be looking at criticisms from the last episode in our comments. Mm. Did we have any comments? <laughs> uh, we had a lot of We had 12 comments, and about half of them are just critiquing us. Yeah. 12? I know, it's all just from, like, yeah. IRLs. Yeah, it's just our friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> so it's like my sister, you know, people like that. Alright, so I Face. guess the first, <laughs> the first criticism would be, uh, from Christopher, shit mic quality, and also why are they talking about some random ass guy from the airport? Uh, I don't remember the airport bit. I remember, uh, I mean, we watched movies on planes, but that was it. It was so what we, I was talking about why we were recording so late uh, in the night oh. and I had to pick up Marcus. Uh, oh. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't have started the first episode about some random dude from the airport. I mean, Marcus is no random dude. We we mentioned we started this episode by mentioning Marcus is in the bathroom. I know Marcus is like he's actually that part was of the cut episodes. right before we started. Like, uh, yeah. Like also shit mic quality. Uh, that's just because my bad. our equipment hasn't come yet. Or yeah. my equipment's already here, but the other two members are not. Oh shit! We forgot to introduce ourselves at the very beginning. <laughs> okay, let's let's get that. We'll we'll be like. Uh, yeah, I'm the banana. I'm Grant. I'm not saying my fruit. I'm Miska. <laughs> I'm the mango. I'm Rishi. Awesome. That was a really sad mango. <laughs> now, now we're gonna, we're gonna put that at the beginning, and it's gonna be seamless. Yeah. Yeah, they'll, they'll never notice. Alright, here's, <laughs> here's another criticism from Uh-Oh. That says my question wasn't answered. Well, well, I think, I think your question last time was, when am I going to be on the podcast? So, I mean, we can answer that now. Yeah. Uh, never. Yeah, never. It's fruit only. <laughs> yes. You know what? No, and no. Was... Episode episode thirty. I'm calling you right now. Episode well, thirty. Yeah, we need to establish the posts before guests. Yeah. Arrive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, March is gonna just I mean, drop in, like, anytime, what, I swear to God. What? That's gonna, that's what gonna guess, happen. What guess would we have, anyway? We don't know anyone. Steven Spielberg. Yeah, we'll get... Steven Spielberg, yeah. When Darren Aronofsky's new movie comes wide release, we'll, we'll get, get on. Brendan Brendan Fraser on. Yeah, we'll get Brendan Fraser, Sadie Sink, and Darren Aronofsky. All three. Yeah. <laughs> They'll just replace us. Just one episode where there's a three host. I don't really like Darren Aronofsky, but <sighs> Darren Aronofsky's Wolverine would have been the greatest movie ever. I don't know about that. 
Oh. Yeah, he. I mean, he was supposed to direct it, and then they like fired him or whatever, which is weird. But life goes on. Yeah, there's a lot of like uh, fallen through director projects that would be really interesting. Edgar Wright. Have you heard? Yeah, that's like a very mm-hmm. common one to think of. My favorite. There's also. Yeah, go ahead. Tobe Hooper's Spider-Man. I have not heard of that. Yeah, he never. Tobe Hooper, Tobe. the got, director of Texas the Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw yeah. Man Massacre, um, Poltergeist, Poltergeist yeah. Toolbox Murders, a Spontaneous Combustion, yeah. uh, and he, he never read a Spider-Man comic, that would but be he sick. assumed that Spider-Man was a guy who literally uh, morphs into a spider um, involuntarily, but also fights crime, that and that would have been very interesting. Cronenberg-y. Just, yeah. yeah, it would have been a body horror movie, like objectively speaking. You know, one thing that I really want, I've wanted to see, but I mean, I've talked to Rishi about this, is David Cronenberg, rather than Denis Villeneuve, was originally supposed to direct Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, like... What? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> it would have been sick. <laughs> I would have been, been completely been... different, but it would have been incredible. Yeah. That was... What? I've never heard of this. Dude, you know the birthing scene to... in 2049? Imagine if Cronenberg directed that. Holy I'd literally shit. have nightmares. Oh my god. Wow. I yeah. know he was supposed to direct... Um, I mean, he was approached to direct Return of the Jedi anyway. David Lynch too. That's wild. David Lynch as well, yeah. And then they got this guy who never again made anything. Wait, they, to- they asked Lynch to direct Return of the Jedi after he directed Dune. Wait, was it after? Uh, no, it was before. Yeah, no, it was before. Oh, was before. Return yeah. of the Jedi. My bad. I was, I was thinking about the prequels for some reason. Okay, yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. my fault. Um. Not paying attention. What were you talking about? Darren uh, Criticism. Aronofsky. Oh yeah, Criticism. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh yeah, I just want to say Darren Aronofsky. It, the whale, just premiered like this morning in, the Venice Film Festival. And oh, yeah, you apparently, gotta... yeah, go ahead. Like, Brendan Fraser got a fucking standing ovation, and like, good for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he like cried a little, I saw it, it was, it was cute. And, uh, that is one of my most anticipated movies, though, I'm really excited for it, because I really love Darren Aronofsky movies. I'm more, of coming out of Venice, more anticipated for uh, Master Gardener, which is the new Paul Schrader. Oh. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's just falling up to the card counter, and, like, he literally said that uh, halfway through um, directing this movie, I, like, got a heart attack, and I was, like, scared to die, but I was like, okay, so Schrader, he, he, like, had a heart attack while directing this movie, or whatever, I forgot what exactly he had, but he was, like, scared to die, he was like, I might die, but if I go to the hospital, I won't be able to finish the movie. So I'm just gonna wing it. <laughs> oh man, that is so baller. Yeah, that is is genuinely amazing. All right, let's yeah. uh, let's go back to some of the criticisms. Uh-huh. Uh huh. One of them is, uh, <laughs> damn, the orange laugh be goofy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Who said that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Moonflower. Oh, Marcus. Incredible. I, I would have expected a girlfriend to say that, but... 
Thank you, Marcus. And, oh my gosh, another, I think that's, oh yeah, so Ivan said, movies, quote unquote, three letterboxed shareholders overshare about airports and anything but bad movie opinions. Shareholders? Shareholders? I wish, bro. I, I don't even know. Well, today we will hear a bad movie opinion from Grant oh, about yeah. Dead or Alive. Yeah. We, yeah. we don't know about that yet. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that once we, when, when we do. When we do. Alright, what else? What else? Um, I think those are the only criticisms, and there's more questions, but we'll get to those at the end. Alright. Uh. Um, so one thing I wanted to talk about, fucking Walmart Plus and Paramount Plus are collaborating. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. Well, Walmart Plus, I actually, I think we still have Walmart Plus. We got Walmart Plus because if, if you want a PS5, you can go in at the exact time and you'll get priority um, line placement if you're Walmart Plus. Just for that? It's, it's like, like Amazon Prime. It's like yeah, it's stuff. like Amazon Prime, but for um, Walmart. And specifically for the PS5, they did that because it's such a high-demand product. Hmm. Um and they gave us a discount too, so we got cheap, like 400, 300, 350, I believe. For a PS5? For a PS5. Dude, exactly. you sell that shit for like 800. Yeah, I could, but I actually like it. Um, <laughs> Man. Um, yeah, I don't care about the bag. I, I have a job, unlike certain people. Actually, no, you have a job. You I have quit a job. I <laughs> my job, actually. What? But I, yeah, because I moved. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm applying to places right now, though. No more AMC free movies. Okay, you have to keep that in. You have to keep that in. I will. I will. <laughs> um, so, why, what would the benefits of Walmart Plus and Paramount Plus be, like, collaborating? Like, what would that even do? Uh, Paramount Plus has all the Star Trek shows. Uh, if I want to see a Star Trek show, actually, no, but like, why? Yeah, why if, yeah, but that's like that's like one part of it. Why Walmart Plus? Who fucking cares? Yeah, because if I'm watching the Star Trek show, I'm like, I need a Star Trek action figure. That's fucking stupid. It's right there. Yeah, yeah, that's where the Walmart part cuts in. I guess it's like if you get Walmart Plus, you'll also get a free Paramount Plus membership type thing. That makes more sense, pretty, I guess. Yeah, those are more. Those are pretty common with like streaming platforms like Disney Plus. If you get Disney Plus, it comes with Hulu and like ESPN. But that makes mm-hmm. sense because they're streaming platforms. You know, mm-hmm. it's not like. I mean, there is Amazon, which has Prime Video plus every other Prime thing. Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of yeah, like, but like that's if you like, get Apple Music, you get Apple TV. Like. Yeah, yeah. But that's all. That, that's still all digital, you know. Oh, and it's still streaming. It's like streaming music and streaming video. And for Amazon, it's like it's all in the same website, you know. Yeah. But the thing is, Walmart and Paramount have like almost no correlation compared to the other thing. I think they're attempting to do an Amazon thing, but without understanding anything of what what makes the Amazon thing even slightly comparable. Yeah, and also the Amazon thing is super convenient. Like, you're fair, on Amazon. Fair. Like, the Amazon um, 
user interface for Prime Video is pretty good. It's a lot better than Hulu's. Hmm. I, okay, and I'm, I'm, what I think is going to happen is it's, you're going to go to like walmart.com, right? And they're going to have a video bar just like they do on Amazon. Yeah, so like makes Paramount sense. will become part of Walmart.com. Speaking of shitty mergers, yes, HBO Max. God. <laughs> uh, I almost cried when they removed all of Infinity Train. Oh boy! Because they didn't just remove Infinity Train; they like removed it from all the social media. They removed all the YouTube videos. Like they nuked it completely. Hold on, let me let me no more let me check fmovies.to. Let me check the trusty the most trusty, the trusty yeah. Infinity shady streaming service. You know what's gonna stay on there though? Oh, it's on there. What? It's not gone forever. Smiling friends. <laughs> Smiling friends no. is guaranteed success. It's gonna yeah. no, they took yeah. it all down because Nathan Fielder wasted the entire budget on the rehearsal. Dude, the rehearsal was the so background thing was I know, right? The Batgirl thing, though. The what? The Batgirl? Batgirl That was funny. That was really funny. That was funny. The hater side of me and the lost media preservationist side of me are warring. They're at war. You know what? You know what? You know what what my theory on that is? Um, I told it to Grant before, but they they nuked Batgirl out of existence because they don't want to see Brendan Fraser winning. That's my theory. Brendan Fraser as Firefly. Yeah. That was such good casting, too. Yeah. And they got Michael Keaton back as Batman. You know, Mike, they got Michael Keaton back as Batman for three movies, right? Yeah. They got him back for Batgirl. They got him back for The Flash. And they got him back for Aquaman 2. And <laughs> now Batgirl, Batgirl is canceled. Aquaman 2 replaced his scenes with Ben Affleck's Batman. <laughs> And The Flash uh, might be canceled as well because of Ezra Miller. But I don't think they're going down that route. It's funny how they like Flash is somehow the one thing that isn't getting canceled so far. Sorry, Grant, what were you saying? (laughs) Yeah, unless Ezra Miller just keeps, you know, assaulting random people on the roads and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Ezra Miller is appointed by the CIA, but I'm not going to get into that. Yeah. Alright. <laughs> so CIA it, plants the you fruit saw basket. Jaws in 3D, right? No, I saw it in IMAX, not 3D. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 the thing is, all the theaters around me that are showing Jaws aren't showing it in IMAX. They're showing it in 3D. That's yeah, the th- theater next to my house only has one IMAX theater, and that currently is reserved. Um, actually, I think they just took out Dragon Ball, and now it's Spider-Man re-release. Yeah, I mean... Which sucks. I don't know why you'd want to watch Jaws in 3D. Seems like it's such a weird choice. Like, nothing really pops out like that. Yeah. And I mean, there are, there's like a couple of moments where they do a dolly zoom. But that's like the only thing. I'd want to watch Jaws in IMAX. That'd be kind of sick. But oh. the AMCs are like AMC and Regal around me are the only ones rerunning Jaws right now. And they're all 3D. Mm-hmm. Do they have and IMAX? Like, at all? L. Yeah, IMAX Actually, is reserved for, like, uh, Nope and um, Dragon Ball. Oh, and sure. Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. 
Um, actually, uh, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, yeah. Um, with regards to Nope and Jaws, I had a theory that I shared with you, but no one responded to it. So, <laughs> um, essentially in Jaws, you know, you have the three characters, right? Yeah. Hooper, Brody, and Quint. Hooper is the guy who knows so much about sharks, but like is kind of an idiot and doesn't understand the basics of fishing. Um, Brody is the cop, and he's kind of edu- undereducated on sharks in general. And uh, Quint is the, is the fisherman, and he was out at sea with sharks, and he like uh, survived several shark attacks and has hunted sharks before. Uh, but none of them are prepared for this. So Hooper damns the whole crew um, out of his own pride. Uh, I mean, not Hooper. Quint does. Hooper um, doesn't help that much because none of his ideas really pan out. But it's Brody who actually kills the shark. And he does so out of pure improvisation. And so the whole movie is them just failing at whatever that is known to have worked before. But in Nope, which is a lot like Jaws conceptually and like in terms of its storyline, it's kind of improvisation from the get-go because nobody knows what they're dealing with. But the one guy who knows a lot and is like this tough and grizzled figure is the one who ultimately dies because he tries to do things the way that they've always been done. And that's the cinematographer. Hmm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I still haven't seen Jaws, but there. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, like, it's yeah. a continuation of Jaws in that sense. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of comparisons just in general from, of Nope to Spielberg. So, oh, yeah. That definitely works. Mm hmm. I took a little, I, I, I don't know what I was about to say. You know, AMC, I, I told you guys this, but AMC is fucking listing Jaws as an artisan film. <laughs> they list everything as an that? artisan film. Like, Art house films, anything that isn't... Actually, no, they, they listed the Batman as art house. Yeah, no, exactly. I remember that. And yeah, so I mean... <laughs> Jaws is a mega blockbuster. It's like if they re-released Spider-Man just now and called it a... Like what they're doing now, imagine if they just re-listed Spider-Man. As, as artisan, just because there's extra scenes. I mean, isn't it an art house film? You get, uh... 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 Wait, which, you get which one are we even talking about? Like... Spider-Man. The first, 2002? No, the... The, yeah, the no new re-release. Okay, okay, no, yeah, okay. no Way Home. The mo- no Way Home, the more fun stuff version. You get five whole minutes new of Tom Holland saying, Whoa... <laughs> You don't do it. It's two hours and 45 minutes long. Who what? wants yeah. to watch that? I was <laughs> no thinking about watching it because I just want to like enjoy the Spider-Man experience again. Um, but it was two hours, 45 minutes. I don't have fucking time for that. When I first watched No Way Home, my first reaction was like, wow, this is something shit that I would make up when I was like nine. Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> That's the exact type of movie that yeah, I would make. I mean, it's the ultimate like, fan service film, and I had an absolute blast when oh, I yeah. watched it in theaters. Yeah, but the, the more I think about it, the I more don't... I think about it, the worse it gets. Yeah, <laughs> no, like, rule like... number one, 
for Marvel is do not think, right? That doesn't mean they're good. There's a lot of really shitty Marvel movies, but... Most of them. I'd say <laughs> a decent amount, yeah. But for No Way Home, <laughs> like, I think most Spider-Man fans, such as myself, uh, fucking had a mega blast watching it. Like, it was one of my favorite think... films the year it came out, just because of how fun it was. Like, mm-hmm. none of the time shit with Doctor Strange makes any sense, right? It's mm-hmm. not really trying to make sense. It's just used as it an excuse. It absolutely doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah, it's just used as an excuse to, like, bring back Toby and Andrew. Oh, yeah, uh, spoilers for people who haven't seen No Way Home. Oh, my God. That happens. Really? Yeah. Wow. I hate you now, because you spoiled it. And it's, yeah. like, my favorite MCU movie, dare I say. I don't know what my favorite would be. Yeah, no, me neither. Like, a lot of them are just the same, like, honestly. I'd like to say Black Panther, because it was, like, more unique and, and standalone in a way, and it, like, held some kind of emotional capability to it. Because it has probably the best acting of the whole MCU because of Chadwick Boseman and Michael B. Jordan. Um, in my opinion, at least. It has some of the best world building because it's not just all gray and it's just it, actual environments. But other than that, there's not much going for it. <laughs> also, it gets like, really stupid at points. Like, It gets really yeah, stupid. And it, the CG is like really poorly made. At parts. Oh yeah. Like that the fucking fight scene at the end with the in the train oh. area. Literally the train. seriously looks like PS2 shit. No, exactly. It like, does I, look like, like I don't PS2 give a fuck about graphics, but like it just shows that they did not give a fuck about planning that. Like I don't think that that's the case because around so Black Panther came out two thousand seventeen, right? Eighteen. Yeah, that's when Blade Runner came you out. You can see a noticeable downgrade from 2016 to 2017 in MCU graphics. Yeah, no, exactly. I think I think it was, yeah. it was when they started and rushing shit out to yeah. like uh, yeah the consumers. Because you you've heard about like uh, CG like poor conditions, constantly working on Marvel shit and like rushing it. Yeah. And like No Way Home looked awful CGI wise. Yeah, no. I'll be honest. Yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah, like it, the lizard effects, like uh, that made me wanna not yeah watch <laughs> no the final also, scene literally i know okay you know you know the final scene when he's like swinging around the new suit i yeah. legit looks like the ps4 game <laughs> it really does <laughs> i will Have say you, uh, though uh one the own okay my favorite spider-man movies are one and two obviously um and the only thing that no way home has I'd say better than than one and two is that Green Goblin's uh, costume in No Way Home is better than in uh, one Spider-Man one. Yeah, because he's wearing like a hoodie. Yeah, so I like it. He's just wearing a hoodie. Yeah, as a character, he's better in one. I am. He is better in one as a character. They kind of butchered his character because yeah, like he wasn't like Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, he was just evil. Yeah, and, like, they take away most of the agency from the villains. They, like, make it so, oh... They're evil, but they, now Spider-Man helped them, so now they're good, so, yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. And also Sandman was kind of weird. Well, what was he doing? <laughs> like, legitimately, yeah. what was he doing? <laughs> he was like, I want to get home back to my daughter, so I'm going to fight you, who was trying to help me. And I... was trying to help me before, too. I absolutely love that, like, the two uh, villains in No Way Home, they just bring back the two best villains in Spider-Man movie history. Yeah, like, no. It's just Green Goblin <laughs> and the Doc Ock. They just, like, they couldn't yeah. think of anything else, so they just brought back the only ones that people cared about. And then, I, I care about uh, Venom, who was in the post credit scene. But, like, but I mean, silence. So, then, <laughs> it's not. so, okay, let's say that this is all in the same uh, universe, right, now that they're all interconnected. Does that mm-hmm. mean that the Venom from Spider-Man 3... And the Tom Hardy Venom are the are in the same world now. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Let's go because that'd be sick. Okay, first of all, the Venomverse has no established Spider-Man yet. Yeah, and but they're in the same secondly, universe now. Second, uh, I mean, oh, you mean the yes, yes, yes. The Tom Hardy Venom has been split into two. That is the implication. Yeah, yeah. Yes, that's fucking agreement. Go. And so you have <laughs> no idea where they're going. <laughs> oh my god did you see that they're actually announcing something else in like four days or something on the a- a- the d23 espo which is on the like ninth or something Man, ain't nobody can fuck they they announced several actors that they've hired uh including giancarlo esposito and denzel washington i wonder what type of character giancarlo esposito is gonna play Professor. I wonder if he's recently discussed playing any character. Professor oh, X, right? Yeah. He's just yeah. gonna be Gus Fring, dude. Yeah, yeah. Nah, nah. He's he Gus has Fring more range in literally that. everything. Yeah, no, he, okay. Yeah, but I, I, no, I like him. He has more but... range. In... He has more range, but that's all he's cast as now in The Boys, in, um, in the Far Cry 5 game, <laughs> in Breaking Bad, in... What's that other, other thing he did? Uh... Mandalorian. Better Call Saul. Oh yeah, Mandalorian. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, he has range. You know, his debut was in um, "Do the Right Thing." Yeah, he's great. Do the right thing. Oh yeah, he was crazy in that. (laughs) But all he does Um, now is just Gus Fring, dude. Yeah, I feel bad for him. I feel bad for him. He deserves more. He's making millions. (laughs) Oh yeah, (laughs) dude. I I play Gus Fring. For like millions of dollars, I don't care. I don't think Gus Ring would work as Professor X. Though. He wouldn't. No. They'll figure gonna... it out. They'll figure it out. They'll um, figure out how to make Gus Ring. I I do think I do concur with the opinion that like being a Holocaust survivor is essential to the character of Magneto. However, I would prefer the MCU doesn't do that because they would very much fuck it up. Yeah. No. Um, also, like. Like we're getting too far away from that for them to keep doing that. Like, how? Oh yeah. How many more years is it gonna be where like Magneto you know, just gets older and older? I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I just really don't know how they're planning. No, nah, they can. Like, what the, you know what they'll do? You know how time yeah. travel was established in Endgame? Oh, they go I'm back and stop the Holocaust. You? I'm gonna stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now they don't have to worry about the whole thing. <laughs> They're gonna stop the the Black Eternal from creating the atomic bomb. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like, uh, <laughs> oh, what was it? In Fantastic Beasts, right? Didn't they stop the Holocaust? No, so what happened I'm not was discussing the Fantastic Beasts. Fan okay, you can sit at this explanation because it's so stupid. Um, but in Fantastic Beats, uh, Mads Mikkelsen, uh, is like, you know, the realm of man is so fucking awful, right? And, uh, okay, first of all, Mads Mikkelsen's character is supposed to be a precursor for Voldemort. Voldemort is supposedly a stand-in for Hitler. Because he's like, oh, we need to keep the bloodlines pure and shit, right? That's real subtle, even though, Rowling. Yeah, even though Rowling's terrible at writing... Voldemort and Mads Mikkelsen's character. But Mads Mikkelsen's character is completely different. Instead of purifying the bloodlines, he wants to control the mankind instead of keeping the wizard world or whatever separate from mankind because um, mankind's gonna doom itself and he shows specifically the World War II. Like, this shit is happening and it's terrible and we need to stop it as wizarding people. And like, that's not evil. I don't think that she realized this. And by the way, she wrote the screenplay for these movies. Yeah, That's dude, she's racist. She named an Asian character Chang Chong. <laughs> <laughs> she... <laughs> yeah, so I yeah, don't know no. if we should have any more surprises from J.K. Rowling. She, she's literally like the villain of the movie is trying to stop the Holocaust. And they're like, oh, no, we need to keep these worlds separate because... Yeah. yeah, it's it's so convoluted. I don't even know where they're trying to go with these movies. Nobody cares about them. Yeah, named her Cho Chang. I know, right? It's not Ching Chong. It's Cho Chang. Oh yeah, sorry, it's Cho Chang. Yeah. The FNAF movie. The FNAF movie has been in development for years now. And they just got animatronics, <laughs> like, this year. I mean, the first thing... Okay, I've been following this since it was first <sighs> announced. It was announced in early 2015, right? Nice. This yeah. was around six months after the first game. After it blew up and everything. After the, uh, Yeah. <laughs> I believe the second game had been out because the trailer for the second game came out on uh, October of that year, which I remember I remember the day it dropped, I was hyped um, the FNAF series has come a long way since you know, it was revealed as one of the PS5 exclusives during one of the initial showcases um, of the PS5 and that later became Security Breach um, and it's just like it's such a weird franchise because it's so aimless and makes up <laughs> shit as it goes along but it's so incredibly dense as well where i can yes i can tell you all about the lore but i can only preface it by saying it's all bullshit yeah and none of it makes sense yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean i'd say just the first game works because of its really simple you know it's just a full mystery like it's just a, it's like the first game works because it's gameplay focused not yeah. because of its lore. Mm -hmm. I actually think it got better when it had a little bit you more know, like, lore. Little, like, like 2 and FNAF, 3, those were good. Yes, those were amazing games. Yeah, but like... FNAF 3 especially. And it just kind of went off... I remember oh, being like... Hold on, I'm getting a phone call. Oh. Alright, yeah, my bad. Phone call.
Okay. Well, we'll uh, FNAF. Okay. FNAF. So, <sighs> the FNAF movie was announced in 2015, right? Yeah. When it was announced, there was no director attached. Uh, but pretty soon after, they got the director of um, Monster House, Gil Keenan. And he was attached for a long time. And they progressed the script, and they were like, oh, it's going to come out in 2016. And then, bam, nothing for a long time. For a long time, people didn't know what the fuck was up. They were like, did they forget about it? Abandoned? But Jason Blum, every five months, would be like, no, 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 we're working hard on it. We're working hard on it. Like, this is, like, my priority project. I I really think Jason Blum actually cares about this movie. Because he's very much on, on it. At least publicly. Um... Then they got Chris Columbus, who is the director of Home Alone, Home Alone 2, the first two Harry Potters. You know, like, he makes a certain type of film, (laughs) which is not FNAF. He is a huge name, like, wow. And then he dropped out. And since then, it has been said to be in development hell, to an extent. Not to the extent that it's never reaching off the ground. But in the sense that they're constantly revising the script. You know um, what's going to happen? What? I'm going to graduate college, and then I'm going to direct it. Yeah. I hope so. Let's go. I wish I wish I would be able to direct it, I'll be honest, because I would be good at it. <laughs> you might. You might. I mean, I might. I, I mean, I was, raised on, I was raised on the series. I love found footage, and I feel like found footage would be ideal for, for, for FNAF. And I have an extremely good sense of lore. <laughs> it's not even lore, though. It's like... No, no, I mean, like, have you ever seen that episode of Serial Experience Lane where they explain all the lore in one episode and it's the most spirally shit in the world? Yeah, but FNAF is not like that's that. How want, that's FNAF how all, I want all my movies to cause, be. Because Lane actually has, like, thought-out lore. FNAF is just Scott Cotton shitting out of his ass onto, like... 20 different games true but i want all my movies to be like that and wouldn't a fnaf movie that's just infinite lore dumps be entertaining it would but like fnaf doesn't have good lore. <laughs> it, it doesn't have good lore yeah also it, it would be really bad for lore. fnaf fans but i i don't care about fnaf dude like even 13 fair. year old me <laughs> got sick of that shit like that's fair how... fair to both of you yeah my but... my fnaf uh knowledge is Watching Markiplier Let's Plays of the very first game, playing it on sc- playing FNAF two on Scratch.io, and also Bite of eighty seven <laughs> memes. That's it. Bite of eighty seven memes. Oh God, the <laughs> it's so convoluted. They rec they retcon the Bite of eighty seven, I believe, in two separate times. That's crazy, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I like... have no idea what that means. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So, I'm gonna take a shot. Damn, Rishi roommate cameo. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, no, you're gonna have to like. So a bunch of it we're out. like 40 minutes in now. Should we start with the discussion of the movie? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. All right. Does someone Dead else want to give alive. a quick synopsis of it, and then? Right. So, like so a, dead or a alive. Sentences. Let me go ahead. Right. You can try. Dead or alive. Most batshit insane opening ever. And then like. Mm-hmm. The most batshit ending ever. Yeah, no, batshit. Most batshit insane opening ever. 
the most batshit ending ever, and then like sixty minutes of a normal crime drama. That's the movie. Yeah. That's it was a crazy movie. opening. Yeah. Very long opening too. It was cool. I mean, so I'm sure you guys are curious about why I gave it a one star. Yeah. No. Why? I'm curious. Okay. Uh, get ready for this. So, I went to watch it on like soap today. Wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I, I I searched up like, uh, and then I watched went to watch it on Tubi TV, right? Because it was free there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched it there. So, starts off with like a four minute ad, ad break. I don't know why it starts off at that, but it does. Uh, because it's Tubi. That's why. Tubi's uh, good with ads. They only have they have a four minute ad break at the very beginning, then every twenty or so minutes. And they time it so that it doesn't interrupt the flow of the movie as much. They have a 30-second ad break. And it's probably the best way to have that for a free streaming service. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I'm watching it, right? Yes. I realize my subtitles do not work. And also, like, <laughs> I, I turn subtitles on. Uh, they're, they're not showing. And also, it's like... For some reason, it was it was okay. It was in one forty four p. Like no matter how much I changed it, uh, or like two forty p. Super low res, uh, and also the audio was just so out of sync for some reason. So you're saying so the I had one star no, so hold was on. your problem? <laughs> and then, and then I went to a few other websites. Right. Mm-hmm. Those times they had subtitles, but they didn't have them in English. Uh. <laughs> And the resolution was still horrible. But I so eventually I found one where the resolution was like somewhat passable, two forty P and the audio was somewhat passable. Somewhat yeah. passable? Yeah. But the subtitle still didn't for some reason, no fucking like I don't know, I think there's something wrong with my I don't know, something was just up. Like and I, I did watch the movie, okay? But I didn't I didn't know what they were saying. I oh could barely God. see what was going on. And the audio was there. And it was okay. I didn't enjoy myself because I didn't know what the fuck was happening. Okay. That happened with me last night with First Reformed. I was trying to watch First Reformed. And for some reason, both my audio and my computer were giving out. I mean, not my audio. My Wi-Fi and my computer were giving out. So if I watched it at 720p, uh, it would not stop buffering every five seconds. And it made me want to cry. Because I restarted my Wi-Fi like five separate times. And switch devices and everything. So the reason I gave it a one star <laughs> um, is because my ratings are somewhat associated with my experience and the emotions I have when I reflect on the film. And the only emotion I have when reflecting on the film is just extreme frusta- frustration and anger. Okay, you know, uh, that's incredible. fair. That's fair. Yeah. That so, is I mean, fair, sure. honestly. And also, that's why I didn't watch the second or third, because I feel like this fucking franchise is cursing me. <laughs> yeah. Grant, literally, just, like, use F-movies. Like, it, that's all you gotta dude, do. No, you gotta understand, that was one of the websites I went to. How? How? <laughs> I, I watched it on oh. there. It was just fine. Perfectly fine. Like, 720p. Yeah, dude, no. It's it's the fuck. It's that movie. It curses me. It's cursed. Oh, I swear, it's like no. the ring tape. <laughs> Incredible. It, I watched it. Is my friend's is my friend's favorite movie, so I can't wait to watch that. Honestly, no, no, okay, like talking about the actual. So you guys thing. can discuss the film. Um, <laughs> I'll 
chime in from time to time, but I won't really have much to say. I'll say that uh, I'd say my favorite part is when the dude gets shot and the noodles burst out of his stomach. That shit was yeah, sick. that was yeah. that was sick. Other than that, I have like no other comments. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Once I was done with it, I just wanted to watch the next two because like that was cool, but the next two seemed even more bad. Shit. How do you top that? Yeah. No, because like like what? the the whole section in the middle was just a normal, just normal. You know, I don't it was think just, it was that normal. It wasn't that it normal. Was like, it, was, it was still an EK movie, but like, like, I wanted more. I wanted the first ten minutes and the last ten minutes, but the whole movie, and it looks like two and three are like that. So I want that. You know. Hmm. I I honestly I would like if I ever do see success as a film director, I would like my career to be a lot like Mikay's. Just like that would be my ideal. A billion different like bullshit yeah, movies, and then diff- like ten that are extremely celebrated and loved by everyone. No, because uh, all his movies have like their own audience, but they're all super different. But they're all very similar in their Mikay style. Yeah, he like makes remakes of classic movies that are equally as praised as, as those classics. Well, not equally, but very much praised. Um, he makes batshit insane movies. He made he makes video game adaptations. He made a live action JoJo movie. He um, makes horror movies. He makes dramas. He makes kids movies. He makes action movies. Like, I would like to do that. Yeah. That's my ideal. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, and all of them share that same style. And like. What I would describe Dead or Alive as is Miami Vice and um, the Yakuza games. And coincidentally, hmm. he directed the Yakuza movie. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, Grant, are you familiar with the Yakuza games? I'm sure he knows what they are. Like, everyone I think knows he's what gone. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Did he leave? <laughs> uh, he might be he's doing business he's doing business in this gaming house yeah Grant the Yo. banana oh he's here hey hi you left us just for a moment you abandoned the podcast just for a moment Grant you know about the Yakuza games right mm-hmm. sorry what was that you know about the Yakuza games do you know games, about right? the Yakuza games Oh, the, yeah, the Yakuza game? Yeah. Yeah, those are... I've uh, never played them. Heard they're fire, though. Yeah. Um, but, you know, like, the RPG uh, aspect, like, you shift between beat-em-ups and doing all these weird tasks. And it's a very odd game, right? Uh, yeah. I heard. Yeah. Uh, never played that's it. what never Dead or Alive basically feels like, is playing one of them. Yeah, I wish I could see what was going on on screen. <laughs> Did you at least see the ending? Um, see? It was, uh... Could I see it? It was playing. <laughs> <laughs> why, why don't you guys give me, like, a like a rundown in case I missed anything? The okay. two main characters meet in the middle of the field, and they shoot each other. One shoots the other's arm off the other the guy without an arm now takes out a bazooka 
and he's aims it at his enemy. Like, like he just yeah, pulls out of, it out of his ass. Out of hammer space. Out oh, of hammer like space. The, uh, like the letterbox splash screenshot. Oh, yes, yes. That's the exact yes. moment. I recognize that part because I saw it in clear on the letterbox. <laughs> <laughs> and the other guy takes out a ball of energy and throws it at the... Uh, out, of, out of nowhere, by the way, he just summons a ball of energy because he's a sorcerer or whatever. And he throws it at the uh, bazooka guy. Bazooka guy shoots it. And they cause a massive explosion that takes out all of Japan. Yeah. And that's just the final frame of the movie. It's just this massive explosion. And you can see the cloud of the explosion stretching out over the entirety of Eastern Asia. That goes so hard. Mm. It was so fucking That's amazing. what that was. Not kidding. Yeah. I, I, I do, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was it, times when I got a little more resolution, but mm-hmm. oh my god, there's a fucking motherfucker stomping above me. Incredible. I'm on the, I'm on the bottom floor. Incredible <laughs> things happening at the um, not U- University of Wa- Washington, right? No. Seattle Central. Hey, Seattle the Central. Seattle the Seattle Central, Central dorms. My my film class. I mean, we we have our first class tomorrow, um, and my teacher was has an IMDb page. Uh, he was on one episode of Firefly. Oh. As an oh. extra. He played a farmer. He had one line, and nothing else. Uh, That's his only credit. <laughs> yeah, my the the department head. At Seattle Central for the film program, some German dude named Liss Holloway, right? And he's a cinematographer with an IMDb page, and it's like just a bunch of indie films with like micro budgets. Okay, uh, uh, can you let them off? I would like to see. Uh, let me see. Yeah, let me pull it up real fast. I yeah, might recognize the audience a will totally care. <laughs> But let me Let's see if I can flex uh, my knowledge. I'm definitely cutting this. Forgetting the girl. Damn, I forgot that one. She the creator. <laughs> I don't remember them creating that one. 300, 1200, Bode by Man. I don't have a joke for that one. The Ballad of Westerado. Yeah, it's just like a bunch of, it's yeah. a bunch of shorts, <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, fair, fair, fair. <laughs> uh, I love cinematography. So, what other comments do you guys have about uh, Dead or Alive? I just want to watch this next two. Like, I want to watch those next two. I want to watch every Taka- uh, Takashi Miike film. Mm, um, I don't think you'll have time for that. Like, you're, Also, I'm not going to watch another Dead or Alive movie. I'll watch another Miike film. I want to watch. My immediate watch list for him would be uh, 13 Assassins, yeah. Yakuza film, uh, Ace Attorney film, um, any one Ace of his Attorney horror films. Movie? He made an Ace Attorney movie. That's sick. It is sick. <laughs> his JoJo movie. film, too. Uh, Have you seen Ichi the Killer? Uh, seen what? Ichi the Killer. Ichi the Killer? Right no. I have no. not. Put that on your watch list, though. Right now. I, I have, actually. Yeah. Uh, My plan for tonight was to finish Venom 2018, write out an absurdly long review of that, and then potentially watch Ang Lee's Sense and Sensibility. 
Okay. Hmm. Yeah. So, uh, do you guys have any closing statements on uh, Dead or Alive 1? I need the... F- Dead or Alive... Okay. I, just when I started, but I need the first 10 minutes and the last 10 minutes to be the whole thing. That would be perfect. I disagree, actually. I found its drama really compelling, actually. You know, it was compelling, but also, like, I want Mm -hmm. more. I want, like... That's fair. Yeah, you can watch a standard compelling drama at any time, but the sauce at the beginning... I'm gonna stop you right there. That was not standard. (laughs) I feel like, like, First Love, um, it came out in, like, 2019. That one, yes. in many ways, is like what uh, Dead or Alive would be if they like mixed the first ten minutes, like sprinkled it in between the whole movie. Because it is like wait, which film are you talking about? First Love, twenty nineteen or something. First Love, I don't remember what you're talking about. I watched it like a month ago. First Love, twenty nineteen, directed by who? Mika. Mika. Yes. Oh. I am not aware. Okay, but like, that's like a character drama, but it's like, hold on, let's cut this segment right here. It's fire, dude. It's yeah, awesome. It's great. <laughs> it's I, epic. I, I, I forgot what I was going to say, so we're going to cut it right there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Got any closing statements? I give Dead or Alive um, and three Iskas out of a Xenomorph. You rated it a 5 out of 5 on Letterboxd, right? I think... Uh, no, I think I lowered it to a 4 because I changed my rating system. Oh, you changed your rating system? Yeah! Can y'all hear that? Hold on. Yes, Yo, I can. That's kind okay. of awesome. Yeah. Uh, I give it a... Uh, a one, because it's first. <laughs> boo. Okay. Boo. Pretend, pretend our audience is booing at you, because they will. Uh, put some boo sound effects in there. And Rishi, you give it a recommend, right? I give it a rec- I give it a like. Um, also, like. it's not on my score, but maybe the second. It one. was. It was on for, I remember the day after you watched it. No. Huh? It's not. It, it's never been. Liar. Literally, it's never. I. I'm being <laughs> gaslit. I literally fucking crazy. Wrote, I privated the list the day after. Like you wouldn't even know. Hmm. All right, let's uh let's move on to question time, dude. We're like making this episode real tight compared to the last one. Like, <laughs> yeah. Three hours. <laughs> almost three hours. That was just in recording too. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. First question comes uh-huh. from. Emily, my sister. She says, "Hi, hi, grand sister. Um, I can tell you things that he would never tell you. That's my message to you." Oh my god. (laughs) I'm sorry. I guess. Uh, (laughs) She asks, "Who's your dream sponsor?" Oh shit! That's a sick question. That's the Criterion Channel. They never, they never stoop so low. (laughs) They would. They you know never stoop so low. Yeah, I pick some crazy shit like, uh, like you know, cat construction with like their forklifts and shit. 
<laughs> I would so want them to sponsor. That'd be so cool. Like they send over a fucking forklift. We review it. <laughs> review the forklift instructional video. Technically yeah. a film. It'd be like best of the worst. Like a letter or, the- <laughs> like red letter media type shit. Yeah. I want I want Marcella to sponsor me. Yeah. What? Well, I want to get free Marcella Marcella fashion fashion company. Yeah. Oh. I want to get free mm-hmm. clothes mm-hmm. and free yeah, jewelry. I don't know much about fashion. I get all my stuff at the Goodwill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, me too, but like... That's the best way Best way to get fashionable. Hand-me-downs. Streetwear, you know? I I get all my fashion sense from Hot Topic. And Where are we even talking about else. anymore? I don't know. I'm literally uh, like 40 feet away from a Goodwill. Like, I'll look out the window, the building in front of me uh like and then like right next to it is a goodwill shit's crazy that's incredible i would love to be there uh next question christopher what's your favorite fortnite skin (laughs) alex lucas they have fort they have fortnite skins of everyone now I'd say my favorite fortnite skin would be myself because i know i'll be in there soon yeah my favorite <laughs> Fortnite skin. Let me give a real answer. It would probably be the fact that Indiana Jones is in the or no, <laughs> The Rock. The Rock. <laughs> you just have The Rock or something. Or Ninja. That's, no, that's funny. Ninja's too easy. That's like, of course. Yeah, why not? The classic yeah, the John movie. Wick. I also, the very first. That was crazy when really... they added John Wick to Fortnite. That was like the whole thing. <laughs> Days Naruto gone past. Is in Fortnite. <laughs> mine is, mine is really... Sasuke's in Fortnite. I like how Fortnite has actually, like, you know, remember the whole credits with Disney Infinity and, like, yeah. Lego Dimensions? Oh, you got, yeah. you got all these characters to cross over and shit. Fortnite has actually become that. Yeah, exactly. Except, like, <laughs> it's. It's the only game where you can get, like, Marvel and DC characters to cross over because no one cares about the copyrights within Fortnite specifically. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's literally, it's just like, it's a kid's toy, you know? It's like Hasbro makes action figures for any property. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, you know, that's how it is. Yeah, they legitimately, they have Goku, and you can be, have a Goku versus, uh... Ant-Man fight with guns. Build off. That's incredible. You could literally play as Thanos, dude. That was insane. That was insane. <laughs> you literally be Thanos with the gauntlet. Fortnite is truly cinema. Yeah. No. Like, you, you could burn an essay <laughs> The amusement that. part, it's the Marvel amusement park Scorsese was talking about. You know, they've actually announced certain details for the Minecraft movie now. Really? It is being directed by the same director duo as Napoleon Dynamite. Napoleon it, Dynamite. Yep. He has not had a fucking good movie since Napoleon Dynamite. Maybe Nacho okay. Libre. But maybe Minecraft will be the the comeback. Oh, and it will star it will star Jason Momoa. <laughs> Steve? It's gonna be the Renaissance. It'll be the Napoleon Dynamite Renaissance. No, as, as fucking Steve? <laughs> 
Probably. <laughs> He'll have a dual role as Steve. Steve dude. He'll have a dual role as Steve and Hero Brian. Imagine if they actually use that in the lore. I would love that. I would love that so fucking much. <laughs> okay, God. That, that, any more questions? I think we have one more question. Uh, what's something you want to try doing that you have never done before? That's not it. That's a wire. That's, hey, that's yeah, well, nothing really much movie related this time. But that's just a showing... icebreaker. Hmm. We'll get the audience to know us better since we're just boring pieces of shit. The easy answer is sex, but the hard <laughs> answer is. <laughs> The hard answer would be um, actually showing my movies that I have made myself to an audience, or uh, or preferably something that I've made that's good. I mean, Rishi and I have fucking you know our shit has been in yeah, theaters you, officially. You, it has go. been in a cinema. Yeah, Dude, and it got third place. Yeah. Wait, you know no, the, the screen. <laughs> You know the third screen place that's like the, the twenty forty nine, huh? You know my local theater that's showing twenty forty nine. Yeah. Yes. That's the same screen where fucking uh, Lazarus Lazarus played. You're like oh actually, my God. actually. Yeah, it's the same same theater. Holy shit! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Lazarus, fucking Lazarus. awesome, dude. Lazarus Lazarus is officially on the, was on the same screen as Blade Runner. You're like the same like screening room as well. Ridley Scott co-sign. Oh my god. Here, I mean, like, I can see what, like, what is playing right now inside that theater. Sif Cinema mm-hmm. Uptown. That's crazy. Right now, it's playing a Peter Von Kant, a Brazilian film. Okay. What's playing tomorrow? That's actually night. crazy. Uh, yeah, tomorrow at 7.30, or the latest showing is going to be 3,000 Years of Longing. Damn. So that dude, was a decent movie. Lazarus, Lazarus? Dude, we're okay. big now, Grant. We're like officially, we made it in the industry. That's like, what, what movie shall we review next time? Oh, we should all answer that question, uh, the question though. What's something you want to try that you've never done before? Oh, I oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I only answered. <laughs> um, I want a, I want a fucking palm door. That's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, fucking. I kind of straight up. You know, I want to be on hot ones. <laughs> that was, that's <laughs> a good answer, actually. Yeah. No, I, okay, I changed my answer. By Sean Evans. Yeah. Uh, I want to get interviewed by Channel Five. I was about to say I want to get interviewed by Nardwar. <laughs> no, but he doesn't. Oh, I I never want to be be interviewed by Nardwar. <laughs> that would be the most stressful thing in the world that I've ever faced. Dude, I heard Nardwar is gonna like bring up fucking Goblin Gang or something. Like, yeah, and no, it's, like, it's, it's public knowledge. Like, like we literally uploaded all that shit on Letterboxd. He can easily snoop that out. No, I I don't want him to like come up to me and be like, "Oh, you were into Twenty One Pilots in fifth grade." Like, <laughs> but that's not embarrassing. I, Everyone's in Twenty One Pilots. He'd bring <laughs> Nardwar would bring up a bus story or some shit. The bu- the what? The, the bus, bus story. story. My bus story. Oh my god. He Wait, I don't remember that. You, it's okay. How do you not remember the you bus story? No, 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 it's a, no. Let's not. Nope, we're not saying it. 
Okay, uh, uh, you'll tell me after the podcast because I don't remember. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Check the chat right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that story. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, nah. yeah Nardwar would figure that out. <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah. Uh, he would never get right, any so dirt on me. Since Rishi introduced or uh, recommended the previous movie, uh, I guess either up to me or you, Iska. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, let's do, do rock, paper, it? scissors. Okay. Or how about Rishi? Do you think of a number between like one and ten? And okay, yeah. Closer between the two yeah, of us? yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, I got, I got it. All right, I'll go six. Seven. It was oh. six. <laughs> it was six! <laughs> let's go! Oh. All right, I'll hold on. Okay. Oh, fuck. Let me go through my... <laughs> In honor of Darren Aronofsky's new movie uh, coming out, let's watch Darren Aronofsky's The Fountain. Okay. Damn, I was about to say, you better not uh, choose a boring movie, and you did exactly that. (laughs) The Fountain? (laughs) The Fountain is not boring, man. Mm, I beg to differ. Have you watched The Fountain? No, because it looks boring. Okay, we'll see. (laughs) <laughs> we will see we will see so hopefully oh. in a week this time uh probably not next week because i'm going camping so oh fuck another two weeks okay all Slow right start. Slow you know start. we could record during a weekday oh yeah you're right like what's stopping us oh yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right I let's guess. uh <laughs> let's say our goodbyes i guess okay Goodbye, friends That's and goodbye. audience. That's uh, make sure too. you leave more questions and or criticisms because they help fill up a lot of time. So, bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye.